Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Monday, November the 22nd, and wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this podcast, I wish you God's grace, God's beauty, God's joy, God's life. My friends, we are uh, on the last legs of this liturgical year, which is an amazing thing. Uh, If you went to Mass this weekend, uh, you celebrated with the Universal Church the Feast of our Lord Jesus Christ, the King. Uh, And, uh, of course, that is the feast day that ends our liturgical year, at least on a Sunday. We continue through ordinary time this week, uh, Monday through Saturday, uh, unless, of course, we celebrate a feast day. And then on Sunday, we begin our new liturgical year with the first week of Advent. And so next weekend when we go to Mass, we will have our Advent wreaths out and have them out in our homes. And it's amazing, isn't it, that that's that's where we are already. And so it's almost time for a uh, New Year's celebration. But not yet. Not yet. Uh, Today, we will continue through Luke's Gospel. When we left on Friday, we finished Luke chapter 19. We're basically skipping over all of uh, 20. Had we done Saturday's uh, gospel, it would have come out of chapter 20. But today we're going to do a brief gospel, Luke chapter 21, verses 1 to 4. A familiar story. In fact, it was one of the gospels shortly, maybe about three weeks ago, on Mark's version. But we're going to hear Luke's today. And so uh, if you'd like to follow along, Luke 21, 1 to 4. Again, I will read it out of the message translation uh, from Eugene Peterson today. So let's break open God's Word. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Just then, Jesus looked up and saw the rich people dropping offerings in the collection plate. Then he saw a poor widow put in two pennies. He said to his disciples, the plain truth is that this widow has given by far the largest offering today. All these others made offerings that they'll never miss. She gave extravagantly what she couldn't afford. She gave her all. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, it's clear, my friends, right? She didn't give the most. In, in, in a monetary uh, figure, I mean, she gave, of course, the least. But that's not what Jesus is looking at. And you know that. I know that. What, and, I, and again, that's why I like this version of it. The others gave offerings that they will never miss. She gave extravagantly what she could not afford. She gave her all. For those of you who may have been at Holy Rosary a few weeks back when this gospel was, uh, was done, uh, this may seem repetitive, but I'm going to tell a story. Now, I suspect this story is not true. Uh, I read it online. I think it, it, it speaks of a, of a tale, but I, but I like what it's saying, and so I want to tell it to you. And it's a young boy uh, who comes from a very poor family, and the family really had nothing. 
And so every day the boy would go out and he would sell papers to try to make money through selling the papers and bring that money home to his family. Well, it was a particularly cold uh, Sunday morning. And he was out uh, for about an hour on the, on the corner and he didn't sell any papers that morning at all. And so he went into a nearby church that was located on that corner just to warm himself up. And he'd never been in this church before. In fact, never been to church at all. And uh, he listened to what the preacher had to say about who Jesus Christ was and, uh, and what Jesus Christ had done out of love for all of us. And as always, uh, after the homily, the uh, collection plate went through. And of course, this young boy had nothing to give. And he felt ashamed for that. And so when the usher came to him and put the, the basket in front, he said, I've got an odd request for you. And the, the usher said, what do you need? He said, could you put the basket on the ground? So the usher looked at him sideways, but he did what he, he asked, put the, the basket on the ground. And then the young boy got up and he put first one leg in and the second, and then ultimately his second leg in until where he was standing in there. And he looked at the usher and said, sir, I don't know if what this preacher said about Jesus is true, but if it is true, I want to give everything of who I am to this man. My friends, that's what we're talking about here with our gospel today, isn't it? Um, she gave everything she had. Uh, and I suspect she had to make a conscious decision to do that because she's on a high wire. Uh, she is out there in trust. And um, the others gave what they wouldn't miss, what they would never miss. They didn't, give, they didn't give a part of themselves, really. But she did. And so I think that begs the question of you and I. What level have we given um, to, to Jesus Christ? What level of our heart? What level of our life? What level of our relationships? What level of our future? What level of our finances? What level of our hopes and dreams? What have we given over? And what have we kind of kept in our pockets for ourselves? I don't ask this question out of shame. I don't ask it to guilt anybody, not, not in the least. Uh, I think it's a very real question. I think it's easy for us at times to give out of our, our excess. Um, something we'll never miss. But our God desires that first fruits, right? Not because they're better, but because they take great trust, because it says, okay, if I'm going to give the first and the best to you, Lord, I need you to take care of everything else. And he invites us up on that place of trust. And it's always like I, I, I talk to people about, you know, to, to pre-marriage couples and talk about how, you know, the more they can become vulnerable with each other, the more they can share those innermost things, the deeper they're going to fall in love with each other because their spouse or their fiancé uh, will, will see that vulnerability and will hold it close. And that can help but, but invite them to fall deeper in love when they share that deepest part of them, that scary part of them, and they see their fiancé or their spouse hold it beautifully and love them in the midst of it, then they know they're truly loved at that level. They can't help but fall deeper in love with that person. 
And I think that's what our God invites of us today. And if, my friends, we're holding something back, maybe multiple things, I invite us to look in and say, why? What's going on there? What's going? Have we become comfortable with that part of ourselves? And it's just there, kind of like an old shoe. Um, are we afraid? Do we, are we ashamed of it? We don't want God to go into those dark places? My friends, you know he already knows about them. Um, do we feel out of control? And, uh, and, and not sure where we'll end up? Yeah, it's real, isn't it? But I do know this. I do know this. Even though it's not easy, and it's not easy for me, I, I know that too. But I know our God desires all of us. Not just the easy part, not just the part that looks good, not just some of it that other people can see. He desires all of it. And how do we do that today? Can we, can we trust him that much? Because if we can, and we see how he holds that trust, it's only going to invite us to fall more in love with him. My friends, today we celebrate the uh, Feast of St. Cecilia. It's, it's kind of like Christopher. The Feast of St. Cecilia is one of uh, the Roman martyrs that is most celebrated. But like Christopher, we really have no uh, factual knowledge that this person ever existed. And, uh, and much of the story may be legend. But uh, we do know, we know that if she lived, at least according to legend, she lived in the 3rd century, and by the end of the 4th century, so maybe 150 years later, uh, there was a church at least thought to be named after her. And, uh, and we know that her feast started in the 6th century, so you know maybe a few hundred years later. Relatively speaking, that's a short amount of time, but we don't know if there really was a St. Cecilia. But here's what we know, uh, that she was living, if she was, uh, during, at least according to legend, uh, during the Roman uh, Empire and the persecutions of Christians, and she was a Christian, and uh, married a Roman, a pagan, uh, and converted him to Christianity. And uh, the three, he, the husband, and his brother, whom he, they converted as well, and Cecilia, were all found to be Christians. And um, she was said to have been... Uh, um, struck three times by a sword and, uh, and lived three days following, um, asking the local leader of the local church to convert her church into a house church uh, after her death, her house into a house church after her death. And, uh, and she is the patron saint of musicians because she is said to have uh, carried song within her all the time. So again, if this somehow makes you closer to Christ, fantastic. If not, that's okay. Uh, because, brothers and sisters, I don't think things need to be fully factual for us to find truth in them, right? Any one of us who have been struck by a song know that those songs, 99.9%, they're not true in the sense that, that they really happen to people. But that doesn't mean they, they don't carry true messages. Any one of us who have had tears and been moved by a movie uh, know that 99% of the time 
Those movies have never happened. They're fictional. Or a book. They're fictional. But that doesn't mean they don't carry truth. Brothers and sisters, our God is bigger. And, uh, and, and these seeds, even these legends of people, if they weren't true, still carry seeds of the truth of what and who our God is and how lives are changed in their midst. And so we invite for St. Cecilia to pray for us today. And so, my friends, let us pray as well as we begin uh, the joyful mysteries today. And so we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The first joyful mystery is the Annunciation. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. St. Cecilia, pray for us. My friends, we have a short week this week. Don't know how many times I'll come to you. We'll see as it goes on. But uh, hoping to do it as much as I can. Have a wonderful Monday, my friends. And uh, God's peace.